Hola, buenas. Hola, Liz. Hola, Rob. ¿Cómo estás? Muy contenta. Okay, and hello everyone, and welcome to our fourth Beginners Spanish from Scratch podcast. Today, we're going to talk about interviews, las entrevistas. So I'm going to interview Liz, we'll ask some questions about her life, and you're going to learn how to ask questions and how to conjugate simple verbs. It's a little bit intense, a little bit heavy, this podcast, so you might want to listen various times. We've also got some homework for you to do afterwards, so we'll tell you all about that in a few moments. But first, as always, we'll have our mini conversation, and we'd like you to listen. First time, try and guess what we're saying, and then the second time, listen, and we'll leave a space for you to repeat each phrase after us. So in this conversation, Rob is interviewing Liz. Hola, Liz. ¿Qué más? Bien. ¿Y tú? ¿Cómo vas? Super. Liz, ¿dónde vives? Vivo en Londres. ¿Y tú? ¿Dónde vives? Yo también vivo en Londres. ¿Te gusta Londres? Sí. Normalmente me gusta mucho. Pero a veces no. Rob, ¿en qué trabajas? Yo trabajo en una agencia de marketing. ¿Y tú? ¿En qué trabajas? Yo trabajo como abogada. Muy bien. Mm, ¿Cenamos esta noche? Vale. ¿Qué te gusta comer? A mí me gusta todo. Okay, and now we're going to repeat the conversation again, much slower this time, with space for you to listen and repeat. Hola, Liz. ¿Qué más? Bien. ¿Y tú? ¿Cómo vas? Super. Liz, ¿dónde vives? Vivo en Londres. ¿Y tú? ¿Dónde vives? Yo también vivo en Londres. ¿Te gusta Londres? Sí, normalmente me gusta mucho. Pero... A veces no. Rob, ¿en qué trabajas? Yo trabajo en una agencia de marketing. ¿Y tú? ¿En qué trabajas? Yo trabajo como abogada. Muy bien. ¿Cenamos esta noche? Vale. ¿Qué te gusta comer? A mí me gusta todo. 
Okay, so hopefully with that dialogue, you can already recognise a lot of it from our previous podcasts. There are also some new parts there as well, which we're going to go over now. So I started by saying, Hola Liz, que mas? If you remember a couple of podcasts ago, que mas is a really cool way of saying, how are you, isn't it? Yeah, que mas. Que mas. And then Liz said something very similar. What did you say, Liz? Bien, bien. ¿Y tú? ¿Cómo vas? So, bien, bien. Very well. Very good. Good, good. Yeah. And you? ¿Y tú? ¿Cómo vas? So that was another way of saying how are you. So we had ¿Qué más? and ¿Cómo vas? And then I said super, which means super. Yeah, same. <laughs> and then came our first bit of new Spanish. I said Liz, ¿dónde vives? ¿Dónde vives? So I asked the question, ¿dónde vives? means where do you live? ¿Dónde vives? So to make a question is very easy. It's quite similar to English. You need to use the equivalent of a question, WH word. So in English, when we ask a question with a WH word, we might say what, where, when, why, which, who, and how. In Spanish, we have these kind of words as well. So Liz is going to say in Spanish, and then I'll give you the English translation. ¿Qué? What? ¿Dónde? Where? ¿Por qué? Why? ¿Quién? Who? ¿Cómo? How? Okay, so we'll go through those again. Liz will say them in Spanish again. Then we'll give you a little space to test your memory. And then I'll tell you in English. Okay, Liz, would you like to go again? ¿Qué? What? ¿Dónde? Where? ¿Por qué? Why? ¿Quién? Who? ¿Cómo? How? Okay, and now we're going to test you one more time. I'm going to say it in English, then we'll leave a little space, and Liz will give you her perfect Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> Why? ¿Por qué? How? ¿Cómo? What? ¿Qué? Where? ¿Dónde? And who? ¿Quién? Okay, so maybe you probably haven't memorized it after that, but what we have shown you is a really useful technique for memorizing things. It all revolves around the principle of testing yourself. So, First, we tested you by saying in Spanish, and then you had to supply the English translation, which is quite easy. And then you switch around, so you start with English, and then you have to try and remember Spanish pronunciation, which is a bit more difficult. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
And this is a really, really useful method of memorization. You can do this by using flashcards, where you've got the English on one side and Spanish on another. You can shuffle those, test yourself by looking at the Spanish and remembering the English, then turn them round and test yourself by looking at the Spanish, and then test yourself <laughs> by looking at the English and then the Spanish. That's a really good way to thoroughly memorise something. Okay, so we've got all of our WH question words. So what we need to do next is conjugate the verb. Hopefully you can already remember a couple of examples from previous podcasts. You might remember in our last podcast, if you want to ask a waiter for a beer, you say... Me pones dos cervezas. Me pones dos cervezas. So here the verb is poner. That's the full infinitive, which is what you find if you look in the dictionary. And it's conjugated, me pones. So we've changed the stem, that's the start of the verb. And we've conjugated it for tu. So we're saying, tu me pones dos cervezas. Which literally means, you put me two beers. But that's a colloquial way of saying, can I have two beers? So when we conjugate verbs, we need to know two things. The subject pronoun, which sounds very technical, but what that really means is the person or people who is doing the action. So in English, we do the same to a certain extent. We say, I go and he goes. So we've conjugated the verb go according to I or he. So you can't say, for example, I goes or he go because the conjugation is not correct, even though Liz says it all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is my English grammar. <laughs> yeah, so the form of the verb has to be conjugated, has to match the subject, in this case he or I. So in Spanish, exactly the same, but it's a bit more complicated. We've got more mm. variations. There are six in total. We're just going to look at three, which you'll probably end up using 80% of the time anyway. And we're going to learn the pronouns. So we have I, you, and we. So I is yo, you, tú, and we, nosotros. So yo, tú, I. <laughs> yo, tú, and nosotros. I, you, and we. And that you is an informal you. We won't learn the formal you just yet because you can get away with using the informal one. So we'll do some conjugating. To conjugate a verb, we need to remove the end of the verb, which is the last two letters. That's from the infinitive. So when you look in the dictionary, you see the infinitive. And then, once you've moved those letters, you're left with what's called the stem. And then, depending on the subject pronoun, so whether it's I, you, or we, you conjugate the verb. Now, you may remember, I hope you remember, we have three types of verbs. We have verbs which end in AR, verbs which end in ER and verbs which end in IR. So, an example of an AR verb is... Hablar. Hablar, which means to talk. An example of an ER verb is... Comer. Comer, which means to eat. And an example of an IR verb is... Vivir. Vivir which means to live. Now, a quick note on pronunciation, because we love pronunciation so much. Vivir is spelt with a V, V-I-V-I-R. -V 
I-R, but the Spanish don't pronounce it like we do, they don't say vivid, they pronounce it more like a B, like bibid, bibid. Bibir. Bibid. So it's actually a little bit in between B and a V, it's quite a soft B, so bibid. Vivir. And how is it in English? Live. Yeah, but the pronunciation... Well, if we pronounced it as we read it, then it would be vivid. Okay, so looking at our AR verb, hablar, which means to talk, we have our three subject pronouns, which are yo, tú, and nosotros, I, you, and we. And to get the stem, you remove the last two letters. So, hablar is spelt H-A-B-L-A-R. The H, as with almost all H's in Spanish, is silent. So, the last two letters are A-R, so you're left with abel. (laughs) (laughs) And then you add your ending, depending on the conjugation. So, we have yo. Hablo. Tú. Hablas. And nosotros. Hablamos. So the ending is yo hablo. So the o matches the yo. That's how I remember it. Yo hablo. It kind of rhymes. And then the tu is hablas. So the ending is a s. Hablas. And nosotros is amos. Nosotros hablamos. So, yo hablo, tú hablas, and nosotros hablamos. And if you listen to the accents where the stress is on each of those verbs, well, can you repeat this and we can listen for where the accent is in those verbs? With hablo. With hablar, yeah. Okay. Yo hablo, tú hablas, nosotros hablamos. Right. So, in yo and tu, the accent is actually on the first syllable. You probably never noticed, have you? <laughs> yeah, it's neat for me. Yeah, so, yo hablo. You don't say yo hablo. No. Yo hablo. And tu hablas. Not tu hablas. Tu hablas. And then nosotros is slightly different. We've got nosotros hablamos. So, it's on the second syllable there. Yeah, the accent is the second one. Or the penultimate. Okay, so that was just one verb, the AR verb. We still have the ER and the IR, but they follow a very similar pattern, so we won't go over those for too long. Our ER verb was comer. Yo como. Tú comes. Nosotros comemos. Yo como, tú comes, nosotros comemos. So it's very similar to the AR verbs, just changing an A for an E. And then we have our IR verbs. So our example was vivir, which means to live. Yo vivo, tú vives, nosotros vivimos. So, yo vivo, tú vives, nosotros vivimos. Again, very similar 
to the other two. And it's really important to learn these. It takes a little while and it's probably going to hurt your brain. <laughs> but the best way, our chef's suggestion for how to do this, is you set up two decks of cards. One with the verb in the infinitive form, so hablar, comer, or vivir. And the other with the pronoun. You pick a card from each pile, so you might have hablar and tu, and then you conjugate. So you say hablar, tu, ah, tu hablas. And that's a good way of practicing, because when you get to conversations, you'll be able to do it very quickly, just like that. It has to become second nature, but you have to go through the difficult, the hard work first. Okay, so let's put it all together. To make a question, we need to use one of the WH question words and the conjugated verb. And that's all. To make a question, you use rising inflection to indicate that it's a question. So, if you listen to two examples, you can tell the difference of whether it's a question or a statement. Liz, ¿hablas inglés? Sí, hablo inglés. Un poco. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho. <laughs> or, Liz, ¿hablas inglés? And that's not a question. In the first one, I said, hablas inglés? You have to use a rising intonation to indicate a question. And in the second example, I just told Liz that she speaks English. <laughs> hablas inglés. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You can make lots of different questions using these combinations. It's really, really useful. I think this is the first time where you will really feel that you can start to speak Spanish properly. So, we're going to give a few examples in Spanish, and we'd like you to try and guess or work out what they mean in English. ¿Hablas inglés? Do you speak English? ¿Dónde vives? Where do you live? ¿Cómo estás? How are you? So hopefully you can remember the verb estar. Now we're actually conjugating it. Como, how, estás, are you? Donde estás? Where are you? Donde trabajas? Where do you work? Porque vives en Londres? Why? Do you live in London? Often asked that myself. <laughs> ¿Dónde comemos? Where are we eating? But you, this typically means where shall we eat. Yeah. So where, ¿dónde comemos esta noche? ¿Dónde cenamos esta noche? So as you can tell, really simple combinations with a handful of verbs and those WH question words, or their equivalents in Spanish, you got with loads of really, really useful combinations. So, we hope that's all been clear. And as I said, you'll probably need to listen to this a, bit, a few times. <laughs> Thank you very much, Liz. Muchas gracias, Liz. Gracias a ti. Y hasta la próxima. Adiós. <laughs>